This is Live from the Table, recorded at the world-famous Comedy Cellar in New York's Greenwich Village. Coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Rada. Can I get a bark? Woof. And on the on the uh, sorry Laugh Button Podcast Network, formerly Ridecast, this is Dan Natterman. I'm here with Noam Dorman, the owner, the proprietor, the head cheese, the head Jew in charge hi, hi, of the Comedy Cellar, and Periel Ashenbrand, who is our producer, and it just kind of evolved, but she has become an on-air personality, and there ain't no turning back. Uh, we also have Akeem Woods with us, yay, who is a Comedy Cellar regular, and I believe he is making his uh, Live from the Table a debut. I have not been here. So this would be your debut. This is my debut. I didn't know you guys had this up here. Very excited about it. We used to do it downstairs at the actual comics table. For some reason, we stopped. We, I for think for some no. reason, it was because of COVID. Well, that okay. Well, that's some reason. And Noam, I believe, wants to go back to us. Yeah, we, we just got to get some cameras down there. We'll do it. Um, but we are up here in the studio for now, which has its some advantages. In any case, um, Akeem, how long have you been um, here at the cellar? I've been at the, it'll be a year in June. So, June so you started 20- during the pandemic? I got past it. No, I started doing comedy in 2000. No, I'm saying you, you got past it during the pandemic. Correct. I got past it last June. I'm so excited to be here, man. I'm so excited. Uh, everything's been wild lately. Like the last few years have been wild. Uh, but my favorite thing about the last few years is that white people just now found out about racism. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my god, it's been going on forever. Like it's been going on since you created it. But <laughs> better late than never. Uh, I know white people just now found out about racism, right? Because like during the height of the pandemic. I was in LA and all the comedy clubs were closed. And I had to start like delivering groceries. And I remember I was delivering groceries in like Santa Monica and I started getting amazing tips (laughs) because white guilt. And (laughs) y'all laughing, these tips were fire. I'm like, $20, what are we doing? Like, (laughs) and I'm not gonna lie to y'all, when I went to deliver the groceries, I made sure I skipped to the door. Yeah, so they know I'm gay and black. Like, I need them to know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I'm a double minority. I'm gonna need $50. (laughs) Like, and I'm not even the skipping type of gay, but $50, I skip. (laughs) Like, I'm just spinning for no reason. (laughs) Don't act surprised that I'm gay. You see this hat. (laughs) Like, super gay. And, uh, And you're still here, because not everybody, not everybody stays on the bull. Yeah, I'm still here. Knock on this next wood. What, what seems to what seems to be the pattern is I think Esty has a hard time. Esty the Booker uh, saying no to people. So oftentimes she'll just say, "Oh, sure, you can call in and you're passed, and you can work here." And then they then they give their availabilities, and then she just doesn't use them, or she uses them, but then phases them out. No, well, you know, Esty was a hot girl in her youth, and uh, that's that's what hot girls do it a lot of the time, right? That's true. Esty's <laughs> still hot. Call me. Call me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got to cancel. Oh, I, yeah, I'm really busy. But uh, no, what, what percentage of comics that get passed don't last their first year? Oh, I, I don't know that. I don't know. I, I, most of them last. Most of them. Okay. Um, 
All right, so I guess it's not that big a deal. Only five. I was trying to make a big deal. Out <laughs> only five percent. I'm one of the five percent. <laughs> and you're uh, currently uh, working with Sam J, a comedian. Yeah, uh, I'm on. For the... Those of you who don't know her, Sam J is uh, another comedy seller comedian. I'm on season two of her show Pause. It comes out on uh, May twentieth on HBO. Her show is great. It is a really good show. It's yeah. a, it's a sitcom. What is it? Uh, it's like a talk show, talk slash sketch show. Yeah. And you're you're a writer or you're on air? I'm just I'm on one of the episodes. I'm not sure which one. But oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk. No, we have our we sort of have a, a large choice of things to talk about this week, but I did want to um, talk about the SNL cold open on Saturday night. I don't know if you saw it. I did not see it. Periel, you saw it. I did. Akeem, did you see it? Who was hosting? I'm not sure who was hosting. It uh, was, but we're talking about the Johnny Depp Amber. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't know if the host was in the in the no, cold open. No, no, no. I because if you told me who was hosting, I would know if I watched. Oh, it, I'll so. tell well, you who's hosting. Well, it was in. Well, now I assume you're following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Anyway, the cold open was. Um, they go to. Uh, they they find they're in the courtroom and the judge is Cicely Strong and she says, "Oh, we found video." I did see the cold. Yeah, we found yeah, video yeah, yeah. of them finding the 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 the, the uh, turd. Yeah. If you will, in the bed, and then like Keenan plays like the, the you know the property manager, and he yeah, comes, yeah. he's like, oh my god, you know it's a yeah, boom, yeah. it's a boom boom or whatever. And Melissa Villa, Melissa like, yeah, Melissa Villasenor yeah. is like the, the the maid, and yeah, she yeah, comes yeah. in and says, oh Dios mío, it's a look like the emoji, yeah. and uh, and then and then um, Chris Red Chris Red comes in and says to Keenan, oh you finally quit. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he thought that he yeah 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 because no, it, it, it was a funny it was a funny line, yeah, yeah. but, but I, I did see it. and then but. You finally There's quit. Some, I don't get it. You finally quit. You know, like you shit, shit in the bed. bed. He's accusing Keenan of shitting in the bed. Like you finally quit. And like, his job as like, like a, that, as, that, a, as a as as the property manager. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. No, yeah. I thought it was obvious. I didn't get it. Anyhow, um, well, yeah, I guess out of context, maybe it's more difficult, or maybe you're just uh, a little slow. I'm not. But, sure. I'm still not sure I get it. But go, so ahead, he, go ahead. So Chris Red walks in and he says uh, he, he sees he, the Dookie in the bed and he says to Kenan. his coworker Keenan. Oh my God! You you finally quit because you would have cleaned it up if you were still working. No, because he's no, saying Keenan, like, you shit, shit in the bed as <laughs> yeah. like a, as like a fuck you and goodbye. Okay, so we can. I see. Okay, I was gonna. Now the reason you get that is because you always talk about taking a shit on Letterman. I don't always talk about it. It's something I have addressed in the talk, past. Talked about <laughs> something I have addressed in the past. Well, look, everybody else seemed to get it. Uh, okay, what the fuck do I know? I'm not a comedian. I'm just a, wait, you're wait, an audience. Wait, you don't like Letterman. <laughs> no, this was going back years ago. Right, so go ahead. So we got to talk about just, this. Just to recap, <laughs> Why are we talking about I, this? I said that uh, I used to say that, you know, if I went on Letterman and took a shit and somebody videotaped it, it would be probably better. It was certainly, I don't know, better asked. for my career, but it would definitely be better for my notoriety than just yeah. having a really killer set. I mean, a killer set. That's okay, funny. what is yeah. the, what is, where are you getting with this? What incident? I'm getting at is this. So, um, first of all, is it been established that, that it was, first of all, Keenan says on, in, in the sketch, he says, oh, she cut, he makes a reference to her cutting off Johnny Depp's finger, which she, she contests that she did that. She right. says it was him that cut it off. Yeah. Wait, he's missing a finger? Uh, he cut a thing. Severed. Severed a the very tip, the tip small of the thing. They said that oh. she threw a bottle of vodka. I don't know what's true and what's not. Okay, I'm not following. Also, I don't, know, I, I don't know if she's admitted to it being her uh, turd. Is there a word for turd that's a little more dignified? No, I, I read that she did admit to it. She did admit. I don't know if it's true, but I read somewhere that she did admit to okay. like, feces. The bed. Feces is like the. I but guess feces the, is the material, not the actual log. A bowel movement? No, I think feces is the thing. No, because feces can be a smear. 
Ew. Yeah, right. but it'll it be also, bagel with a schmear. But it's also the whole thing too. Why wouldn't it be the whole thing? Why'd it be two different no, words? No, you're not you're not understanding me. Feces is like a material. Like this 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 chair is made of wood, it's wood. Okay. But it's not a chair. A chair but not all wood's a chair, but all wooden it's the material is the feces. It can take the form of a log, a smear, uh, a speck. I'm gonna say you're right, but I don't think you are. But I'm gonna say you are just a little. Whereas a log is a is a, is a, is a is a clump of feces. That you get what I'm saying. So I don't know. I, I, a bowel movement might be the word for it. I think that would probably be the word word for it. But in any case, um, also Cicely Strong says uh, in the courtroom. She says, um, we believe you, Johnny Depp. I believe your story, but I, I can tell that you, this is not the first time a chick that you've made a chick so mad she's shit in your bed. So it seems like they're coming out on Johnny Depp's side in the cold open. So they're getting flack for, A, that, B, making light of a woman in distress talking about, uh, talking about being But uh, they've abused. made light of everything. That's, that's the show. They make light of everything, more or less. That's kind of the whole, that's no but, but do they typically make light of a woman talking about being abused? I mean, I'm sure they have before. I, it's been on for 50 years. I, I, don't, I don't know. I and, and certainly in the post-Me Too climate. I mean, we went from believe all women... To believe to, all to, women except... To believe all women except Amber, Amber Heard, which, which I never thought believe all women, women, women was valid in the first place, but it's just culturally, it seems like quite a shift. Um, I, think, I think this was... I think they were, I think they were acknowledging that the whole, per, the whole case was wild. Cause they even like there was one part in the sketch where they were like, it there was something was one of the lawyers where it was like objection. How is this valid? How is this video valid? And then sis is like, oh, it's not. It's just hilarious. Right. And then they play the video anyway. Like I think they were just well, making. They were a doing that, but I was yeah. surprised that, and I think we've lost no much. <laughs> I don't know that we ever had. Him. I don't think we ever had him either. To be honest, um, he doesn't. He... I was surprised when I saw that. I don't watch SNL, but I do watch the sketches on YouTube. But I was surprised that they that they seem to take a side in an ongoing case and what's more a case about a woman because SNL's you know they're they're kind of politically correct i mean they do make light of a lot of things i don't they, know if they're politically correct but they're certainly progressive in their politics i didn't think it didn't seem i when i was watching i didn't see that i didn't think they took a side really i thought they just made jess of the whole thing i i kind of saw it as them taking johnny's side a little bit and well, all and 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 again may you know a woman that is uh, at least uh, alleges um being abused is this something that to be to be treated lightly i um, think that the criticism was is that it seems like johnny depp in general has the agenda our, right our friend eve barlow by the way was furious about yes it. To bring it, maybe who's yours? Eve, Eve Barlow. Barlow. Oh, Eve Barlow. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was she is, is she dating Johnny Depp or, or no. dating Amber Heard? <laughs> she might. I, well, they 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 hang out. Who I don't is know if they're dating. Oh, oh, you know people who know the people. Well, we had Aunt Eve Barlow on this show. She, Eve is a journalist. I think she's oh. just really good friends with Amber. And she's been on Twitter like ranting. Her Amber. Who's Amber? What do you want me to call? <laughs> Miss you know, Ms. Ms. Heard. People by first names. Like. Ms. Heard. Oh, that's her. That's the lady Am- who, who, Am- did I, who I didn't. I didn't mishear anything. Amber. <laughs> you, I mean, anyway, not that funny, but not even sure it's funny at all. <laughs> so okay, so I, I don't. I have no. I have no nothing about what you're talking about. Well, I, now my, we're even. My, my instrument just broke. I'm having trouble dealing I, with it, and I don't. No, I, I, no, I'm a little upset. He brought his oud broke. Yeah. Just uh, go to the oud repair shop. There's one on every corner in this town. Just bring it to your guy. He can fix that. 
I hope he can fix it. He, of course, he can. Are, you, are you upset it. because this is, has sentimental value? The Ood? Of course. Well, yeah. Well, that's not the only reason I'm upset. I want to play it. I, I just upset. It's a, it's an instrument, musical instrument. Well, they break fairly frequently, musical. I mean, especially uh, guitars and ouds. And I don't, know, I don't know what happened up here that somebody put pressure on. I don't fucking know. Is an oud a guitar? Is that in the same? It's family? in the same family. Oh. It's like a turd in a feces. It, it, okay. it sounds like. <laughs> It sounds Middle Eastern. When you play it, you 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 you, um, you feel like you're in the middle of a, a Marrakesh in a bazaar. Okay, I've never heard of it. Fisi sounds plural, but anyway, go ahead. Isn't it, it a Turkish fe- instrument? Fe- fecal matter. But again, fecal matter could be a speck. It could be it could be a, a, a tray. It could be a skid mark. And underwear would. Be- I didn't expect there to be so much poop in this podcast. There well, usually isn't. There off. There I, usually isn't, but there often is. Okay. It's not. Uh, it is not um, like we talked about that time I had uh, gastroenteritis. We also talked about and the- and there was there was that was addressed. In any case, um, also the- when you were filming crashing, you were having that's true, but that was not on on the. We, did we discuss that on on uh, briefly on the, on the show? Um, okay. No, um, I noticed. Um, if you can uh, join us for a second, excretia. <laughs> are you googling stool, stool excrement? Are you, are you googling synonyms for um for poop? Yeah, but again, it's not synonym for poop. It's a synonym for a log, a a, a very specific kind of poop. But like, okay. in other words, like a skid mark in an underwear wouldn't be a log. I think we should, think we should keep talking about this until every last person turns us off. Well, <laughs> go ahead. I could have said the same thing about Ukraine, but in any case. <laughs> Um, notice, I know, uh, and on a related matter to Ukraine, I noticed Noam, there's something new at the Comedy Cellar. I don't know if you saw it in your in your um, emails. No. The Comedy Cellar talks. Oh, don't make me talk about that either. Wait, why don't you want to talk about Comedy Cellar talks? You guys, we have a new guest. Well, you know, I sent you, I sent you the, <laughs> I sent you these talking points. I saw it. I saw it. And you didn't object. I know. So, um, are you now for uh, lodging a formal objection? Comedy Hot Talks is a new series being executive produced by my friend Hatem, who, um, and, and that's what's happening, so we'll see how it goes. But why are you so agitated about Comedy Hot Talks? And it's like TED Talks, right? It's like people, you, each episode is like four people talking for 15 minutes about something of interest. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, the guests are very good. It's not, it's not, it, it could be great. Is this going to be like a live show? Like a live show, yeah. At the VU or something? Yeah, at the VU, yeah. That sounds cool. But this sounds like right up your it alley. It sounds like right up Noam's alley. Well, which what is are you what? so grumpy about? Because, well, do you, do you want, did you want to say why? Go ahead. I thought you were still mad about your thingy. Well, it's not helping. <laughs> um, it's because it's another thing. It's another thing that can go wrong. It's another thing to worry about. <sighs> I don't need this. I, I really. I mean, Hatem's pretty responsible. He's been doing your other podcast for years. It's not like it's, this is like a wild card. I know, poor guy. I, 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 I know. I hope it, hope it goes great. Why? It's it is going to go great. Why wouldn't it go great? Oh. Every time you do one of these things, there's a whole thing of people who love it. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> when is it going to be weekly? No, no, it's not weekly. Like monthly or something. So <clears throat> when I, when I've done things, I've kind of felt that there was an audience for it. Uh, and so far, I've been correct. But this is not my baby, as it were, and we'll see. I, I hope there's an audience for this. It's always very hard for me to um, 
be confident about something. So, like, if you wanted to bring in, you know, some uh, Albanian guitar player, I don't know, maybe he's going to sell the place out. But since, I'm, since I don't know Albanian music, it's hard, for, it's hard for me to not be nervous about it because I have no feel for it. So he's bringing in these speakers. Uh, I have no feel for it. But so. w- w- the worst case scenario is people don't come. I mean, you've had, look, I've been a part of shows that didn't get huge turnouts. No. When was the last time you saw that? Um, I don't know. Maybe one of, maybe one of Just Gow's things years ago. No, even Just Gow's things have had pretty good turnout. Okay, so what's the worst case scenario? Is it's 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 a dog? That's yeah. That's that's a huge worst case scenario. But wh- why is that? I mean, because it'll it because it, if it, if there's a flop, it attaches to me. I you know it's not going to attach to 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 hot time. It's going to attach to me. And I'll be like, you know, trying to make excuses. It's not really my flop. It was awesome. But no, it's like you, you think people are going to care? I mean... I care. Like, Netflix has flops, and, you know, and and they have successes. And HBO has flops, and they have successes. That's the nature of the beast. I'm the guy who was out there just making fun of CNN+. Plus. What fucking idiots. Why would they put on this dumb network? With, didn't they know nobody wants to see, has no interest in this? And then if my thing flops, it's like, oh... <laughs> didn't he know? <laughs> no, uh, I don't think anyone's going to be. I don't <laughs> I think anyone's going to put two and two together. No, do you think people that. are even going to notice if nobody shows up to one show out of eighty billion shows a week that you have here? No, I, I'm not even sure who's on the first show, but um, I know that I know that Mike Pesca's doing one show and he's terrific. So that's that should be good. Um, <clears throat> and I, I'm, I think you're just like looking for things to stress out about. It's like it's going to be good. It should be good. Yeah. It may not be good, but my point is, is that even if it isn't good, no one's going to even notice. The 80 trillion shows. There's shows at the fucking, uh, I've seen, I've been to New Joke Night, and it's not, sometimes there's nobody there. I mean, not every show Nobody is. Nobody told me that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not every show that well, you have. New Joke Night is like, canceled. Well, you do all and... kinds of... <laughs> Can we just pause? I want to text Will. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I don't Do you go to New Joke? I mean, I'm it's doing not a full house every damn night. It's not a full house every night, is it's it? It's usually productive. It's pretty yeah. full, Dan. It's pretty productive. Um, but listen. But th- you do a lot of shows here. Not all of them are fucking uh, out of To be honest, it's, it's, it's just that really more than anything. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll sell out. It's just that it's just another thing for me to worry about. That's all. Okay. And I, and I don't need more things to worry about. Yeah, but you're worried about it based on the possibility that it's not going to be successful. But I'm telling you, not that you're listening uh, or not that I'm your therapist, but so what? I mean, but you're, 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 you, because this is a pattern with you. You're just very stuck on the idea that you never fail. This is very therapeutic. Like, just if my outsider, this does look like a therapy session. Well, I, I, I do have a certain way, uh, you know, of, of putting people at ease and of getting to the core of the matter. But after 50 years of therapy, he's, you know, he's gotten in the rhythm of it. No, no um, I noticed this with you. You don't you don't want to fail. Every businessman has faced failure pretty much. And but you have this notion that if you fail, it's a calamity. You were saying this when you were opening up the room in Vegas. What if it doesn't work? I don't want a failure on my resume. What if the comedy seller, uh, the TV show on Comedy Central doesn't work? I'll have a failure on my resume. Don't you know that every great man has had failures on their resume? I don't think Barack Obama hasn't. Well, he during his presidency, it wasn't all uh, home runs. No, There's no real failure. Wasn't that like sort of like a... But also, he's not a businessman. Businessmen always have failures. But wasn't there like a... Look big... at the Ford Edsel. I don't know. 
I don't know what that is. Is that a Ford Edsel? Yeah, the Ford Edsel. It was like but Edsel was Ford. I remember Edsel was Ford. I know Edsel was, was a failure. Yeah, the Edsel was a Ford, a model of car that was a notorious flop. It's almost synonymous with flop. I mean, it's. I will believe you. I don't know anything about cars. Sorry. There's nothing about cars or feces. I mean, yeah. <laughs> two for two. Okay. Uh, Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, lighten things up and talk about well, talk about Well, we don't have commercials, so we, the transitions <laughs> can aware, be a little rough. I'm aware of Buffalo. I, <coughs> go ahead. Yeah. What about Buffalo? <clears throat> well, Buffalo, I believe the death tolls up to 10 people. Yes. After a white supremacist uh, ran, ran amok, and he's, he, they, they caught him alive. He didn't kill himself. Well, they um, should have killed well, him. Well, they tried. Didn't they shoot him? He's wearing, he's wearing like a oh, flak yeah, jacket. Yeah, no, a like, security guard shot him, and then he killed the security guard. Because he had like a um, like bulletproof vest, yeah, like a fleece or Kevlar or something like that. Yeah. So he went on a rampage in a black neighborhood because he's a white supremacist. He drove 200 miles apparently to get to a black neighborhood. Yeah. From from where his town, which is in like uh, central southern New York, it looks to me like on the border of, of Pennsylvania, and he and he he went all the way to uh, Buffalo. Apparently, in western New York, there was a video. Well, there is a video. Not apparently, I saw the video. D.O. Hughley shared it. Uh, he was walking through, wherever, I think, the store or whatever, and he was with the gun, and he was pointing at people, and then he pointed at a white dude, and then he noticed the dude was white, the dude was screaming, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he just that. kept walking. Because he, he saw the white dude, he was like, oh, oh, my bad, I wasn't... Oh, I'm I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't see that. I saw that. And then he kept walking, which is, like, terrifying, because it's like, now that's, like... Which I mean, it's just good you didn't shoot that person. Like that's great for him. But like, what if that what what if that was a black person or <laughs> what if it was a Hispanic person? I would bring us home the, you know. Yeah, it's kind of the, the, like the, nature, was, then the, really the nature of the act. Yeah. So insidious. But the, I don't but the, think that's the word you mean. But go ahead. But the question is, I mean, and of course this happens with horrifying regularity in this country. It doesn't happen anywhere else with this kind of regularity. And it's often, white supremacy often seems to be a, it's a, it's a theme. It's not the only theme in mass shootings. Other themes, the theme of the loner at school, the theme of, you know, a disgruntled employee. But one of the themes that does seem to come up is, is white supremacy. Um, so where, where do we attack the problem? We, do we attack it at the level of white supremacy, at the level of gun control, at the level of mental health? I don't think we're ever going to get gun control, unfortunately. I know that's not a positive thing to say, but like, so many times, this has happened so many times, and then people are like, gun control, gun control. Like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then we never do it. <laughs> That's the same. Yeah, I mean, if we didn't do it after 20 kids were killed, however many yeah, yeah, yeah. number was yeah. in New Newtown, Connecticut, I think it's... It's it's safe to say that... It's safe to say that that's not going to change. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I think it... I, I mean, it'll just have to be a huge tragedy for it to change. And I don't know what's more of a tragedy than all those kids getting killed. But whatever the next level of tragedy is, it'll have to be that. And then they'll be like, oh, dang, maybe we got I mean, a gun I, problem. I, I don't know. I don't know. What that there's a level there. possible that, you know, yeah. um, that any level. I mean, there was, you know, that, 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 that shooting in Vegas. Yeah, was, there was, there's uh, been a lot. You, you know, there was hundreds you, of people. There have been 190. It wasn't white supremacist, but the numbers were, were so absurd. Well, I, d I downloaded the um, the manifesto. It's, 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 I mean, it's it's unbelievable that first of all, it's a it's a big long piece of work with research and footnotes and whatever it is. These 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 crazy people. It's like they they. It's a lot of effort to to write a man. It's just interesting to me. Like it's not like it's not like a scrawled note. It's a whole, yeah. 
research thing. It bothered me that I couldn't find you can't you can't easily download the manifesto online. What the one that this kid wrote? The kid from Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that bothers me. I guess I understand why they do it, but it just bothers me that like the the newspapers will write about it and they'll they'll quote from it like they have access to it somehow, but that somehow the the, the in a free country the masses are not supposed to. Well, get what's their, the gist of the manifesto? Manifest. Um, it's, it's like blaming the Jews, mostly blaming the Jews for, it's a replacement theory, blaming the Jews, as uh, someone pointed out, like, he, he uses all caps anytime he's talking about the Jews. The Jews are actually the big, number one Were there Jews, villain. were there Jewish people at this place that he No, no they just no. I guess it. he didn't know where the Jews go shop. I don't know, but, but, but it, blaming the Jews for being behind the, the, uh, agenda of, um, ushering a non-white America. I'd say that's essentially it. I didn't read. I, I haven't really sat down to read a lot, but just s- skipping around. Um, I mean, it's it is what it is. You know. You know. And you found <clears> the <throat> argument uh, convincing. <laughs> and uh, how old is it, it's, he? It's kind of like 18. Tucker. It's kind of like Tucker Carlson meets Al Jazeera or something. You know. It's like. Uh, and um, he was eighteen. He was eighteen, wasn't he? he was eighteen. Something. How do you get a gun at eighteen? Well, I mean, that's the problem, I guess. And, uh, you know, he's he's probably crazy in some way, but also the crazy people seem to mirror the um, the crazy, the, the, the bad shit that they hear. They, you know, they seem to be sane enough to understand what's being said and then it, it sends them over the edge. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't, I don't think that, you know, people should not be allowed to talk about certain things. I, I don't. I don't know what to say about it. It's just too horrible. So I don't, I don't know what to say about it. There. You do have to say goodbye to our dear friend. Uh, you're a good Woods. guest. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I, my spot's in five minutes. So I have to go. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, and if there's anything you want to plug or uh, um, your, 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 your Twitter. Akeemwoods.com has all my tour dates. I'm in Indianapolis featuring for Godfrey at Helium this weekend. Uh, the weekend after we're at West Nyack. And then I'm in Orlando the first week of June back headlining my home club, Orlando Improv, June 2nd. Take it easy, man. Yes. Bye, Akeem. Okay, thank um, you, Akeem Woods. Uh, he's making his debut. Hopefully not the last time he's on, but I don't know if he... Yeah, come again. We, we have more to talk to about. come back. I don't know. Maybe he... Uh, it's not what he expected, probably, but... Um. I think we should either either talk about the heavy girl on Sports Illustrated. Okay, talk about heavy girl. On Sports or Sports. wrap it up and talk about the heavy gal another time. I gotta go. Talk about the heavy girl, fellas. Well, we I think we've done enough time. Do you want to talk about the heavy gal? Yeah, I just think the the talk about the heavy girl. Yeah, on Sports Illustrated. Can, well, there's a heavy girl on the cover of Sports Illustrated. She she's uh she's I think she's the first plus size uh, Sports Illustrated cover girl, as far as I know. Her name is uh, Yumi. She's half Japanese, half white. So um, so there you go. Um. Yumi knew, Yumi knew, or I, I assume it's Yumi and not Yummy, but uh, there's a picture of her uh, here, as as I sent to you, Noma. Uh, you can, can you bring picture. it up, Nicole, or whatever? It doesn't matter. It's just, you could Google Sports Illustrated. So I don't, I don't understand that either. She's um. So so Jordan Peterson, uh, his who's hung out here one night, right? We you, you ever try to get him on the show, Perry? He never responded. Um, had said this is well. Uh, what did he say about it? He said this is not. I'm sorry. Let me just. Get this. Um, Jordan Peterson said, uh, sorry, not beautiful, and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. That's what Jordan Peterson has said about this lovely... Well, that, that's harsh. I, I wouldn't I'll, go that I'll far. Be it, I'll be it amply-sized um, young lady on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Um, She's certainly not ugly, and and um, I, I think that bathing suit is actually not flattering to her. I, I think she could look hotter, but... 
to me, it's kind of absurd that that she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition because that's just a political agenda. That's not. It's as if I said to the in the Comedy Cellar, you know, we're going to put on the funniest comics, and and we also have to give a chance to the comics who aren't who aren't as traditionally funny. We're just going to you know going to open it up to all different types of funny people, even if it's not what people think is funny. I, I have to ask. Uh... Nicole, you feel free to uh, not uh, engage, but um, what do you feel about this woman on the cover of Sports Illustrated? I didn't really know about this, but I still would argue that she's hot. She's kind of hot. She is, look, I think if, if you don't, any, any guy normally constituted would absolutely uh, hit that, if I may use the, oh, uh, that term. Damn. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I, uh, and I certainly wouldn't. I, I, I say uh, yes, please, and I'll ask for seconds. Uh, there's certainly, uh, and if I can't finish, I'll, I'll take it to go. But, um, that said, I hear what Noam's saying. If, if, if the goal of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is to have the most beautiful bodies on their cover, just like Noam, the analogy made with the seller, the goal of the seller, not always achieved, uh, not always achieved, but, but the goal is to have the funniest people on. And there's certainly room for different kinds of humor and different kinds of, you know, the analogy is not a perfect one because there are different kinds of humor and there are different kinds of beauty. But plus, I, I, I don't know. I it just it is a political agenda. It's a political agenda. It's fine. It's not, listen, what do I give a shit? It's sports. They can do what they want with their magazine. I'm not I'm not I, I'm, I would never tweet angrily about it. It's just it's a political agenda. And um, let's see how many magazines they sell. I, I suspect they're going to sell far fewer than they have on so, so, previous so, so, Nicole, issues. you say she's hot, and she is. Do you think she'd be hotter with a classically perfect body? I don't know. I mean, I I can't say. I've seen a million of those girls, and I think they're all fantastic, but I don't know. Is, is Nicole coming out, by the way, on our show? Or do we have an exclusive? <laughs> no. Are you coming out as bisexual on our show? No, I'm not, but I recognize a hot woman when I see one. Uh-oh. She, she is pretty. There's, there's no question. She, I mean, I, she reminds me of a bartender we used to have. I don't want to say her name. Personally, was extremely hot. Remember? I'm at the point in my life where I might take that over the perfect body. Because I, I, I'm getting freaky in my old age. Okay, listen. That's a, that's a I can't. First of all, she's. But that is not what I think of when I think of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. person. So if it was a different, if it was like Vogue or something, you wouldn't. No, I would say that, that they're doing that for they're they're doing that because they they're trying to uh, uh, they're trying to promote the idea that that women in all shapes and uh, sizes are beautiful. What's the term for a body? Uh, body positive. Body positive. Okay, but and body positive is fine, but maybe the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is, but certainly not the place you would it's think. It's up to it was, them. It's up to them. It's up to them. Okay, but, but the but, quote unquote what you're referring to is the traditionally beautiful female figure. I mean, I, I think his well, the traditionally what, what, beautiful female figure has some basis to biological basis to it. No, if you go back to other cultures and you look at like Botticelli and paintings in from Europe, I mean, women were not stick Rubens stick thin with like no, borderline no, anorexic. No, not and, necessarily stick thin, but you'd look. Yes. No, Kim, Kim Kardashian is like is a, is a current. Uh, well, that's a, that's right. a completely new phenomenon. Right. But, you but, never. Th- but, but this woman is also not even. Um, listen, if you think they picked her, if you think they they what they looked at like twenty photographs and, and said let's let's pick the hottest, and they and they said well she's the hottest one. 
I, I think that's probably not the case, but I'm fine with it if they did. I, I, I'm fine with it okay, if they but, didn't, but, but, who but do you all think I'm saying is that I... kinds of decisions about what, what women are hot and what, what kinds of bodies I'm are considered. I'm that given the various competitors for this slot on the cover of Sports Illustrated, right. I suspect the reason she was chosen was not because any kind of majority of people thought she was actually the prettiest girl, although she's quite beautiful. Yeah, I mean, she's but they gorgeous. But w- it's because I think they wanted to be associated with a political point of view. Fine. That's all I'm uh, saying. Okay, so I'm sure that this was a conscious decision to embrace another body type, right. which historically has been rail thin, right? I mean, that's... I don't know. Men have always liked women with... Marilyn with, Monroe was not real thin. That, she was an outlier Look, also. I mean, that Giselle Bunch no, Jane Mansfield. And Giselle Bunch. Yeah, but in the modern era, people have all... You know, Giselle Bunch and... Uh, Victoria's Secret models tend to be buxom, curvy ladies. Uh, buxom and curvy has never been out of style. Uh, Twiggy and these kinds of women have come and gone, Kate Moss, but the buxom uh, body has never been out of style. And people but always, this is not Giselle. This is something that has never been, I'm not saying it's never been in style, but it, Hollywood, it's never been, at least in the past hundred years, right, but a that, cover girl has never looked like that. You're illustrating my point, though. Look, maybe no, it's good. As Noam maybe would good. say, better good. than I can. Like, who do you think is making these decisions about what bodies are worth celebrating? Men. We can but, end but, there. But, 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 okay, but, but, but even, straight, straight. But, are, but women also comment on each other's bodies, and generally women are not saying that this is the ideal body, well, I don't I, think. Okay, but I, this is a Sports Illustrated Swimsuit well, Edition, which I take to be as geared to men as Ebony Magazine is geared towards black people. It's like, you, yes, you could put, who's to say that black people shouldn't find the white model on the cover of Ebony to be, why, why should their standard of beauty be the beautiful black woman? I, yeah, I get it. You're right. I mean, but I'm just saying that there's, the only reason Ebony would put the white woman on the cover is because Ebony was trying to make a point about race or whatever it is, which is fine. But let's not pretend they actually think that their readers are most interested in the white woman on the cover, Ebony. I just think that I don't what think Jordan swim- Peterson said is disgusting, and yeah, I don't he like, be I don't ashamed like, of himself. I don't like what he said at all. I don't like that. It's really, really it's disgusting. The, well, you know, I, I don't like that. It's like, who the hell is fucking Jordan Peterson? Oh, he's certainly be- entitled to his opinion about who he finds beautiful. Yeah, he can be a little nice. more diplomatic about it. It's not nice. It's not nice. But this is just is all part of the same coarseness of America. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's, where, it's what we've become. A little forbearance. Anyway, congratulations to Yumi New Year. We we love you. Uh, you're probably not going to hear this, but uh, I think um, it's, I, I would do you not that that gets you anywhere. I think but, it's uh, really important. I really do. I think that this <laughs> and you guys are going to make fun of me, but um, and you should be particularly, you know, on board with this because you have a daughter. And I think it's really important for girls to see representations of bodies that aren't rail thin because it's not realistic. And like the percentage but, of women. I actually agree with you because I worry about Mila seeing these kind of these TikTok videos. You should worry about it. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, but that we can't change the reality. Look, when I see a guy with a six pack abs, yeah, he's got a better body than I do. What am I going to do? No, Dan. Well, that's a great point. Like imagine, imagine like they put Dan on the cover. It's like. Well, yeah, they put me on the cover of Men's Fitness or, G, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't have a good body. You know, I don't have I don't six think packs. No, Dan, true. you don't have a traditionally good body. Yeah. You don't have no. the traditional 
the traditional That's vision not... of male beauty. Now, because women are judged on their beauty, it becomes a lot more toxic and a lot more dangerous. Uh, but, why is it, but that is, that is exactly go. right, isn't there it? There you go. You guys are really starting to learn something around here. Anyway. I'm earning my keep. But if you're going to have a magazine that's devoted to female per physical perfection... But what is female physical perfection? <coughs> and who's making those decisions? And why do well, little girls well, need to see one body type? And if you don't have that body type, then your body is not Well, then maybe they should get rid of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue. But no, if you're going to have a sports illustrated swimsuit... No, this is a very good swimsuit. solution. This is a very good thing. Well, we'll see if it has any impact. No one wants to know how many <laughs> magazines we're going to sell. I mean, it's not a fair question because they don't sell many magazines anymore anyways. It's probably just online. I, don't even, I, don't even I actually will go one step further, and I, th I think that a lot of men probably think that she's gorgeous and that she looks great. No doubt they do, but would they think that her with a with a more traditionally perfect body would be even better? That's the question, well, and and, ma and maybe and maybe I'd be surprised by the answer. Yeah, I, I for one, am starting to get into. You know, you should see my Google searches. They I they include <laughs> the words chubby. They might include the word toothless. I'm getting into weird shit as I get older. <laughs> Why is it weird then? Toothless, but really no. But but I now that I think of it, maybe I should investigate. Um, you know, there's something about. Non-traditional. That's starting to. That's starting to. But I to think that the point here is that she's not non-traditional. This body type is way more representative of most women. Non-traditional in terms of what we think of as the perfect female body. Like, how many girls do you see every day that look like Giselle? Peril. The point is that I see a lot of girls that that look that have, ex like traditionally excellent bodies. You, you would imagine online. In your Google searches? And people I know personally that post pictures of themselves on Instagram, which I don't think is healthy, but they do it in bikinis or tight clothing because they're trying to get likes, which I think is another discussion. But, yes, it's a lot of It's an interesting discussion. Go. Listen, she, she's, she's pretty. And, and, you, and you, you would imagine that um, you would have a top, you know, 0.1% uh, uh, example of whatever it is. That they they want to pick for. The I don't mean by the way totally toothless, but maybe missing a tooth might be hot. I'll try it for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. This is a beautiful woman. I had a bartender who looked uh, very much like her, and everybody thought she was beautiful. But you don't want to say her name. I don't want to say her name. Dan knows what I mean. I actually, I probably. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Archie. Yes, I remember her, and, and, she, she, and she was that body type, probably bigger. Well, approximately the same body type, and, and she was super hot and sexy as hell. So nobody said that body type was not attractive. But it would surprise me if she wound up on the on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. But, uh, you know, like, it, I, I just to be clear, I don't, I, I don't care about this. Like, I don't like what Jordan Pearson said, and I don't care if they want to use their magazine for an agenda. And she is beautiful. Well, good. I'm and, glad um, you say that. You know, but... Seems to me, if they really want to sell magazines, they would they would have a you know more traditionally beautiful. But I don't know, maybe not. Maybe let's see how it works. This has been yeah. live from the table. We have covered a diverse range of topics from Amber Heard allegedly shitting in a bed to uh, white supremacy to Sports Illustrated the swimsuit issue. Uh, Chock full of interesting discussion. I thought this was a good episode. Uh, thank you, Noam.
who did the heavy lifting, Perry L. Ashenbrand, <clears throat> uh, and of course, our magician of sound, our wizard of audio, Nicole Lyons, who comes to us from, I think, Ohio. No. Binghamton. Binghamton, upstate New York. We thank her, and we'll see you next time on Live from the Table. For questions, concerns. And, uh, for questions, concerns. But we're not getting, you know, I, maybe we should say that at the beginning. We should. We've because been, people don't seem to be yeah, writing in. But podcast at ComedyCellar.com. For questions, concerns, comments, and constructive criticism. And where can they find you on Instagram? They can find me on Instagram. Exactly right. At? Oh, sorry. Uh, at Dan Natterman, D-A-N-N-A-T-U-R-M-A-N, on across the social media. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye.